0: Most realtors don't know anything about the rehab process. Right. Right. Most realtors don't even know how a house works. Correct. You know, you should see my my, my messages. People ask me, what is this? I'm like, it's a water heater. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, that's horrible. If you, you got, got a know. license, you don't
1: know what a water heater is. You need to go back yeah, to school. Not- hey, gang. The Headley Group Real Estate Show is a video audio podcast designed to highlight and interview real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, and other fields alike. The mission of our podcast is to acknowledge people of color and show their successes and in return, help our audience learn from them and pick up tips and tricks in building additional income. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Henley. We are back. Another great episode on the Head of Group Real Estate Show. Uh, I always say all the time, one thing about us is that, you know, we keep it authentic and real. We got a brother who we couldn't give him the first time because he's in high demand and this brother was gracious enough to circle back to us without us following back up to say, hey, I'm ready to do the show now. Sometimes we get some people, we reach out, we don't get a response back, but I want to commend this brother for doing that. Uh this brother right here buys properties, flips them, does rentals, as well as he's an awesome coach. He's educating us out there, so we're going to pick up some great juice. Give a warm welcome to some Mr. Malik Carter with Cashflow Bros, better known as Coach. How you doing, brother? Well, how you feeling? How you feeling? Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Second time's a charm. That's, a, that's right. Second time is a charm, <laughs> brother. You, uh, I see, just based off your resume, that that you're doing great things in different parts of the of the country. You're in Philadelphia. You're also in North Carolina. Yeah, 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 100%. What was that uh, driving force? One day back in 2007, it seemed like you've been in the business about 15 years now. What was that driving force? So that bug clicked on when you said, I need to get into this real estate industry and teach my people.
0: So I always had the bug. I just, I was, I cared more about trying to be in the music business than I did about mm. real estate, you okay. know, um, back then. And so at that time period, I came, I went to college in, in Durham, to NC Central, right? Oh.
1: Oh brother, I gotta interject right here. So you went to Central? Brother, a Central, now now, yeah. now I'm an Aggie now, right? So <laughs> hey, the Aggie Eagle Ball. That's right. For those yeah. who don't know, it is two HBCUs in North Carolina, North Carolina, AT State University and Central University, right in the street from each other. But go ahead, brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was NC Central, man. Eagle okay. Pride, right? Eagle so, Pride. That's what's up. Right.
0: And so I was down there making money and doing promotions and Doing that, and of course, every young black man wanted to be in music. So I was, mm-hmm. I was following that journey, and then I uh, came back to Philly, and I did well in North Carolina, and I came to Philly. I flopped, so mm. I was like, okay, let me find like a you know a different route. And it just so happened that um, a good friend of mine was was doing mortgages, and so right. I kind of got in that space, and I learned how to get a mortgage and started buying houses at that point.
1: Mm. You know,
0: but back then everybody was back in like. You know, everybody was getting rich back then. So I was, I started doing mortgages actually in 05, 06. But I started buying houses until 07, right? Seven. But everybody was getting rich doing mortgages. And so I made a lot of money doing mortgages. And then, uh, as you know, 2008 came and crashed and I lost mm. it all. And I had to start all the way back over.
1: Wow. So, so let's unpack that a little bit there. 2007, 2008, and then, uh, for those who don't know, all you needed was a, a heartbeat and a pulse, so you can get a mortgage, mm-hmm. right? That's right, it. so, uh, mm-hmm. so, the financial crisis happened and it crashed and you said you lost everything. If you don't mind sharing, what kind of loans did you have? Just for rates, mortgages, so, like, like, no. So,
0: I, when I say lost everything, I didn't lose all my property. I had, I lost a couple of houses mm-hmm. and I lost my business, right? So I was oh, actually, okay. I went from a loan officer to um, a mortgage broker to a mortgage banker,
1: right? Gotcha. Okay. And
0: okay. so at that point, I couldn't close any loans. I still got staff. I still gotta pay my mortgage, my building, and I went eight months and I didn't make, I didn't make a dime in eight Ooh. months before I ended up having to uh, shut down. And my, my bank account was like on e by the time by the time that was over. Wow. So I I
1: had to figure it out after that. So, so, okay, people want to know, how'd you figure it out? I mean, did you get, what was the next door opening from that? So the next
0: thing I actually did is I took a, I moved back to North Carolina. I took a job at Time Warner Cable. Okay. And I was there, I was in training and something happened and uh, I got in trouble in training. I said something in the room, whatever, they didn't like it. And so I came, the supervisor said, the supervisor said, like, nah, you know, if we got a training, like, you're going to be in trouble, this and that. And I, I couldn't fathom a, 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 a grown man telling me, another grown man, that I'm going to be in trouble. And I was like, I can't, this job life is just, it's just not something I'm going to be able to uh, take long term. And I ended up actually, I did a deal in Philly, real estate deal in Philly, and I ended up making like 30000 on that deal. And that was enough for me to pack up North Carolina to come back to Philly and give me like a little cushion till I figured out my next steps. And my next steps were me just um, finding a job. I, I really, I spent, I looked for a job, like it was a job, like every day, I'm getting up on the computer, I'm sure. applying for stuff, I'm, you know, whatever it took to, to finally get a job. And the job that I ended up landing was at the Philadelphia Housing Authority, which I was a property manager in the projects pretty much. Mm. That's what that was. Mm. You, you know, what
1: I like, I'm sorry, you know, oh, go ahead. You had something else to say, add to that? No, I would say like that, that's what really changed everything for me, like that job. Well, one thing I do like about that, it all was indirectly or directly real estate related, right? It's like you ended up at the housing authority and then that that led to, to pretty much kind of where you at now. Um, let's go back to the flipping part, okay? You said, you know, you had a great deal. You made about 30 grand off a deal. Was that was that a flip or was that a? Did you go in with somebody? So no, that,
0: that that was. So what that was, it was a uh, a rooming house that I had. It was a rooming house. I partnered with somebody who didn't want it. We partnered together, mm-hmm. and I ended up refinancing him off of the deal. And how to refinance? I was I took thirty thousand out of refinance. Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the first time I ever done refinance and mm-hmm. was able to cash out. Mm-hmm. And that's how I did it. And so. I refinanced him off the loan and I got a new loan with me on it. But mm. the problem with that is I was over leveraged um, in that property. And mm. the place was a dump. Um, we were making money, hand for fist, doing rooms. But it was a um, very high risk. You know, the, the location of it was was, was definitely in slums, mm. you know, and the, the wolves out there knew every week that I'm leaving with a handful of money, so I was Ooh. fooled in their neighborhood, and so v- very high risk. But but mm. the money was was great, you mm. know. rooms do you still own that property now? Absolutely not. I was so happy for closing that property. I was so okay. I was I was ecstatic when that property foreclosed. Mm,
1: mm. Well, know, you know, like, great. Right, I'm sorry.
0: You now I'm saying because what happened is license inspection ended up shutting me down. Uh, okay. right and as i'm trying to fix the property back up to satisfy the violations uh-huh. people just kept breaking in right they stole my tools they stole my light fixtures they stole my toilet my vanity my copper my water heater my windows my door it, they just kept breaking in when i see they get in one way i'll seal it up they're coming in a different way and then uh i left it empty for like a month or two i out of money and then come to find out these guys are in there, they, they fighting dogs in there. You know, they are selling drugs in there. One guy, they, they turn into uh, at the hour. They got the stripper poles, everything. And so I'm like, if yeah, somebody wow. get hurt in that building, somebody get hurt in there, I'm liable. So I was Correct. like, you know what? If a place caused me too much stress and anxiety, I'm going to just let it go. Mm. And I felt that I was going to be upset when I, when I foreclosed. Mm-hmm. But it was the total opposite. I was so happy, like my credit could begin to recover at that point. I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. This might get hurt. You know, it's not on me anymore. That that burden was just lifted, you know, and it it gave me an opportunity to really refocus my
1: money and my energy in other places. Mm. You you know, I like about that definitely is a teaching moment audience. Uh, A lot of times, you know, we feel as though we get a piece of real estate that we have to hold on to it. Just be thinking, create, you want to create the generational wealth. But at the same time, if it's a headache, if it's stress, it's causing you all kinds of problems, get rid of that property, let somebody take on that problem. So I commend you on that, brother.
0: Well, I appreciate it. But once was, uh, the point that I made earlier was that I was over leveraged, right? Over
1: leveraged. Okay. I
0: couldn't sell it. I owed too much on it to sell it, right? I couldn't rent it because it was rackety. I couldn't even do a lease purchase on it. I just mm. couldn't. The only thing that I could do was try to fix it up enough to do rooms again, mm. which of course they kept stealing my stuff. Correct. So at this point it's like a shell. So I just, I had to end up letting it go. It was, it was costing me too much money. And I had to get out of there.
1: And I bet you that property right now is is pretty much up there now. You would you it's, think? It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not. <laughs> ah, still <laughs> it's not. not. Oh my God. I'm telling you, it was in the deep hood. It was, oh, now, hood, hood. Okay. It,
0: it's, I, I will say this, it's, it's getting there. In another couple of years, like the next block over, those properties have seen an increase. Okay. And they will get here. It just hasn't gotten there yet. But mm. no, it was, I, I was deep,
1: deep. Mm. So, Coach, you've, okay, you had that property, did it refinance, did you use that birth strategy? Yeah, to get the other person off the loan. Was that yeah, the exactly. place yeah, oh, no, that's, okay. that's at
0: all? Like. He, he added me on refinancing mall. Right. That was using the birth strategy. But that was before, that was even the term. There were no such thing as the birth strategy. Exactly, just, exactly.
1: We, <laughs> so so now that was the kind of the, the first one. And if you don't mind highlighting uh uh, uh your wins in terms of the, from now, from then till now, how many actually have you flipped? Up until oh, now. I can't. I can't. can't, I oh, can't. can't. It's too many? Oh, it's too many. It's too many. It's too, many, it's too many, it's yeah, too many. So, would you say out of what's so not, you, you say that first deal, which deal was the most raucous one and and but you, you did quite well with it in terms of when you flipped it? So actually,
0: just when I just sold last, in 2020, 2021. Okay. I didn't have any mentorship. I'm mm. sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I mean, I did a sub two, right? Subject okay. two. And it had a mortgage on it so what happened is the uh, the lady the lady passed away her daughter was the executor um problems with the property so i'm like okay i, I caught the mortgage up i bought the property subject too but the bank didn't the bank didn't recognize my power my pop of attorney so i'm i'm sending the mortgage payments in and they're sending them back but they're sending them back in the deceased lady's name Oh, wow. Right. So, so then they're like, no, we don't even want your money. We just either give us all of our money all at one time. Right. Or we're doing it for a
1: close, which I still don't understand. Why not take the payment? Correct. Exactly. I, I didn't. I think I thought they didn't care who it came from as long as you paid. No, nah, they, 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 the they the care. They
0: care. I thought they didn't care. Either. They care. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so this is about me buying. Right. So I ended up. I put my just after I already put money into fixing the house up okay. so the first payment they sent back they didn't send it back immediately you know okay. it was like a couple of months later I okay. you know they sent the money back so I already put like 20 something thousand dollars and the to the upgrade to the house mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to run it out and what I ended up doing is, is just selling the property. It was like the bank not recognizing it. I don't feel like dealing with these people. Mm. Let me just go ahead and sell the property. Mm. But I sold it for a hundred and eighty thousand. you I paid sixty thousand. I paid sixty thousand. Basically, so I get a lady. I put the mortgage up at eight thousand. I gave her five thousand. Put the mortgage over it was like sixty-seven thousand. Put twenty thousand in. Sold it for eighty. I'm the realtor. Right, so I ended up netting like eighty-seven thousand or something like that on that on that deal. Mm, nice. Well, well, so, couple, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I'm saying so that that was one. It started off rocky, but it turned out good.
1: Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're gonna interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Few things there we got to unpack. One brother, I didn't know you was licensed, so you are licensed. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm licensed here in Philly. Okay, yeah. okay you licensed Philly. Got you, because I know you, you know you highlight the flipping a lot, right? So you, but but you're only licensed for more or less your deals, right? You don't know, try to work with. I, clients, I do
0: so. other people's deals, so I kind of got burnt out. I used to actually love being a um, a realtor. Okay, but. I felt, I felt out of love with being a realtor mm-hmm. because um, and I know, I know it's me. I, I, I know that it's not, it's not the business itself. The business itself is good, but I feel like I know what's best for my client. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't listen, they find themselves in a tight situation. You know, I'm like, you know what? Let me just not do that anymore i like listen i know what you're pre-approved for Mm. right but i also know what your goals are Mm. if you listen to me let me help you reach your goals Mm. and they will ultimately buy the total opposite of what they need and i was like you know what i'm gonna just do me and i went into really working with only investors Mm. until until one text changed my mind about even working with investors, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of changed up. So yeah, that's what it was, man. Like, but being, a, I, I love the satisfaction like helping somebody to buy a property that either never thought about it or never felt like they could do it. And then finally being able to get that clear clothes and get to the table, right? They, maybe they're crying, they crying and they kids the first time I had a room, you know, it's, I mean, like, I, I love that feeling. I love that emotion of it, you mm-hmm. know, but, but then also I got kids too. Mm-hmm. And so they want me to show a house at the same time my kids need me. That's right. <laughs> <You know? best laughs> so I'm best like, God, this is this, you know, the relationship. So like I still take on a every once in a while, you know, if I get the urge, I will say this, I don't leave my zip code. If it's out of my zip code, okay. it's a referral. Or I'm talking like if it's within, if it's not within like eight blocks, hmm. I'm referring that regardless. Gotcha, we got
1: you. Gotcha. We're, well, one thing good thing I like about everything which you just said is you play to your strengths, right? You know, and I think a lot of us, you know, will get licensed. We'll get to the business and we know we don't really kind of want to do it. And we're actually out here. You know, we're going past eight blocks, right? We're going to whole another county. But you like now nah, I'm staying within this bubble here. You want to work with me? You can. If not, I'm referring it out. But I'm really here more or less for my deals, right? For your own personal yeah. deals. Um, but it wasn't okay. always
0: like that though. I'm sorry, go
1: ahead. Okay, no, 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 go ahead. So
0: what happened is I started to work with investors, right? And it okay. for like a two-year period, Philly's still on fire. Okay. But for a two-year period, I didn't work with any Americans. All of my clients really? were either from no Americans at all. I didn't have any American clients. For like oh two wow. Years. Right? Okay. All my clients were either from Israel or Hong Kong. One of them from Dubai. Come with Russia. Okay. Okay. And like they were coming to Philly in droves. And I was like that guy for for some of them, and uh-huh. they bought a lot of properties. So I pretty much worked mostly with them. And what happened? So when you really, it's weird like how different cultures invest differently. Like exactly, the, the Israelis really only wanted to flip, whereas the guys from Hong Kong they really only wanted rentals,
1: right? Oh, wow. And they okay. only
0: wanted they really wanted section eight rentals because they had the two-year guarantee, and as long as they made 8% return on their money, they were happy. Like, okay. they, were, they were all, even though they, they didn't even really know each other, mm-hmm. but they all had the same strategies. Maybe there's like a coach over there telling what to do, I don't know. But when they came here with me, everybody was the same. And the reason why I was able to get any international client is because once you understand their needs mm-hmm. and their keywords, mm-hmm. you can have a conversation with only keywords and they're gonna hire you right like that they you know they want to hear cash on cash they want to hear roi they want to hear the 8% they want to like once you know what they want to hear every conversation you'll be able to get them mm-hmm, all
1: mm-hmm,
0: right mm-hmm. and then with the israelis It's really like okay yeah you're going to be 20% on the flip be the this time this contractor just the all a whole conversation with just keywords and just you know and just hitting them right and that's it that's and the, so
1: go ahead i'm sorry i'm, I'm writing it down so what were saying of,
0: now, if you're right for a couple of years, you know it was, it was really just it was just that. But the thing that that changed it, man, I had this one client, and i would boss up here, or there, not a whole lot, right? But so it's one client. I had got him like four or five properties off market, you know, which and our relationship was this: I found a property off market, whether it was a wholesaler, if I got it, whatever, I'll make a tiny bit up front. 1500, 2000, 3000, something like that. And then when they rehabbed it, of course, I would be the one to list it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And to the point, and I would do that. And I tell any of my investors that, like, listen, if I don't, if if I can't list it, I'm not even really going to send you any house. Tell, tell, them, in I like I like tell them in advance. I like Tell them in advance. I like very, that. I'm very, because if you don't tell them what you need, they, mm-hmm. they're not going to deliver. Like, mm-hmm. then why didn't you tell me? So I'm very specific about what my needs are. Right. So with this guy, these properties, his his debt profit was going to be about 500000 wow. on the properties that he just bought. So I found this next property came up and I'm like, um, but listen, I'm just going to put 2500 on it, mm-hmm. you know, he like 915, you know, and we joking around, my, my wife was pregnant, right? We just joking around with him. And I'm like, yeah, cool, man. Uh, baby going to wait mad bills to pay. Right, like let me get 2500. Mm. And then, you know, he says something else. I'm like, yeah, stop being greedy. Take 1500. Like, stop being greedy. I'm making half a million dollars. Stop being greedy. Okay. Wow. And I never sent him any more deals after that. I thought any deal I would send him, I started buying. Exactly. As you should. I started buying. So then, then I got greedy. And as, as I got greedy, you know, I made way more money from being greedy than I ever was finding deals with him. Mm. I made way more
1: money so many golden nuggets in there i I like the fact that you said hey i was working with you know uh, people who were who were not from here and the keywords played a role but i'm quite sure once you did one or two right they opened up the floodgates to their partners to their family members because i think i had some clients like that as well you don't, you do you do right by one they will use you all the time yeah, it's a fact that's a fact, event. fact but like i
0: said when it, but they were coming at me and listen i'm gonna give you guys i mean so is your, is your audience realtors oh no it's a combination of realtors and investors
1: yes but primarily
0: realtors yes so i'm gonna just give it any anybody that's an agent over here i'm gonna just give you a, a just a quick tip it's a jewel I mean, dropper y'all jewel dropper the deals that made me the most money are the listings that nobody wanted those mm. twenty thousand dollar listings listings that nobody cared about. When I listed those properties, my investor database shot up. And that's how all those guys from these other countries found me when I'm listing these cheap properties, right? So I know, I know they tell you, Oh, you got to get the top listings. You got to go for, you want to get the highest possible GCI, those cheap houses made me way more money than the big listings ever could have.
1: Well, and just to echo what the brothers saying, I'm a testimony of that as well. I listed a lot of the, and sold a lot of them twenty, thirty, dollars $40,000 houses. Less stress, less headache, no contingencies, cash, we out of there. Now, the commission probably wasn't $9,000, $10,000, but it was a quick 1500 2000 3000 in and out of there. So, with the brothers saying, I definitely second that.
0: And then now, I'm telling you, and then once these guys, once my, once they, you know, and because I also was an investor and they knew that I knew my numbers, they, most realtors don't know anything about the rehab process. Right. Right. Most realtors don't even know how a house works. Correct. You know, you should see my my, my messages. People ask me, what is this? I'm like, it's a water heater. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's
1: horrible. If you, you got, got a know. license, you don't know what a water heater is. You need to go back yeah, to school.
0: It's bad. I'm like, man, is this a gas heater or is it oil? I'm Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, listen, these things. But because I understand my numbers, yeah, yeah, the, the investors love me. Nice. They nice. stopped loving me when I stopped sending them deals. When I started, like, you know what? I'm gonna get my.
1: I I got y'all rich. Let me get. Let me get me rich. Mm. Great segue for me to me to slide into cash flow bras. Because brother, like I said, you are doing it. I mean, you are really highlighting, educate people, and you're benefiting as well. Tell us all about it. What made you want to start and what's
0: it about? So the, the Cash Flow Bros is a partnership with me and my guy, uh Justin J H Capital, uh, on Instagram, Feels that Care. And he was already doing some real estate uh education courses. And like we we had done some flips together. Uh he's a contractor also for me. And so instead of trying to do this stuff individually, I'm about collaboration. So we decided to work together and do a real estate education. But what, what was happening is no matter how much education we give people, our frustration with people not executing, like once you have, you got the money, you've got the credit, we're going to help you out, but then you still don't pull the trigger. So we decided, okay we put together a done for you service. So we're now, we really, we one, we teach people how to find off-market properties, mm-hmm. but within that, we do it for you. So we have a, a one month training. So mm-hmm. in that one month, we give you all of our strategies, our contracts, our text follow-up sequence, our email, our email sequences, like mm-hmm. we really give you everything that we use to find our deals off-market. And then, we'll do it for you for that first month. If you want to continue to have the marketing for you, we can do it, but you know, we, the same team, we have a a team that finds our deals and like the same strategy that we use for us, we'll use it for you, right? And what it looks like, you know, like for instance, like if you're in a, you're in a triad area, correct. We we'll have, we'll have an onboarding call. You tell us what your goals are and your market. We'll come up with a, a comprehensive plan, and then we'll do. We'll set up all your back-end systems, and we'll do all your marketing for you for that correct. um for that month. And then like there's no split. Whatever opportunities you get, you know, and we call it we call that program actually D O A, which means deals on arrival. So deals all you gotta arrive.
1: do is show up. Quick commercial, break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change, new environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Hedley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you gotta be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Okay, you know, we'll make all your equipments
0: for you. All you have to do is show up and close. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what we're doing now. We're making it really foolproof, right? There's the people, people. Some people have excuses. Some people have reasons why they can't start. But I don't care which one it is. You're going to start because we're going to do it for you, mm-hmm. right? The only way we can guarantee success is if we do it for you. Right. And so now we've been doing that, highly successful, man. I had man, there's one per- person, cheese and Massachusetts but Massachusetts was out of her range. And so we put her down in a, a small town in Georgia, killing it. Um, yep. Columbus, Ohio, killing it. We got um, Milwaukee, like big opportunity, Chicago, but Chicago's a little tricky because they it's have tricky. the, um, they are, Don't. that person, he's a whole, he's not real, he's a wholesaler. And Chicago kind of outlaw wholesaling. So he has to, you can't wholesale, but they are workarounds. But killing it, we're talking about like you know some days three or four appointments. Mm. You know, like yeah, really, really going at.
1: Well, well, and and let me talk about that, right? For example, I do know, like, cause I had some people from Chicago on the show, and I think they're able to do one deal. I think one deal, and then after that, it's like a twenty-five thousand dollars fine. But then they want you to be licensed as well. Um, so be licensed, but you
0: know, listen, the thing is, they can't start if you want to buy it
1: there's no regulation
0: There's no regulation if you want to buy it mm-hmm. and so what I tell him is to buy it I don't have money don't worry about it we'll get the money like we'll find some transactional funding to make it
1: work okay so yeah so that's what I was going to ask you about when you say that the uh some people just don't want to pull the trigger is it once you do everything for them now it's time to actually purchase the property the funding part is, is that what they didn't want to pull the trigger no, I, mean, I mean
0: before that before oh, before, before that. we were just giving the information okay we, we, we just had it was a six-month training you know he's a contractor we break down how to find a contractor where to find a contractor how to not get ripped off by a contractor mm-hmm. you know how to estimate um a job how to evaluate a deal um how to find properties off market we like we give you our lenders, we do have the nationwide lenders, we have private nice. money and hard money, traditional financing, we really break down, give you a comprehensive uh, education for people to be successful. Mm. And we're just giving you the information, they wouldn't execute. Wouldn't and execute. that's why we started the done for you, because we any excuse, any reason, it, it don't matter. All you, mm. if, if, if we give you opportunities, Right. If we basically say, here's a deal, this person wants to sell a house for $40,000, right? You can either buy it yourself or you can wholesale it, make a couple of dollars. If we do that for you and you still don't want to do the business, it's not for you. Correct. Correct. Right. We understand that people are fearful. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know, don't believe it's going to be real. Uh, You know, you might not believe it's going to be possible. We get that. But then we showed you not only that that is possible, mm-hmm. but how to do it. And if you choose not to keep going then it's just on you
1: exactly exactly i agree with that you know some people just don't have that mindset worth all and they see they see the uh social media posts and they see the stuff on tv and think wow that's kind of easy but it's a lot it's a lot going back end, but you make that easy you make that process much smoother for them and it's like why why you not doing it the thing about
0: this business though is difficult
1: when you first start correct by
0: year three, your phone's was ringing off the hook anyway, mm. by 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 year, by year three, if you if you don't what to do by year three, if you're letting everybody know who you are, that you're in this business, and that you have integrity, and that you're actually going to close on whatever, by year
1: three, people are going to call you with all types of opportunities. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. And 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 with the cash flow grows, uh, you said it has been successful. How long has it been in existence now? So we've only been Castle
0: Bros for less than a year. He was, see, yeah, okay. for, he was doing it for a year and a half before I got started.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and so we were together for le- actually we started in July. July was when we first started Castle Bros. Okay. okay. You know, and we transitioned a couple of months ago. But yeah, like our, our people are having tremendous success. I'm very proud of them. You know, nice. this one dude, he's 27, wow. and he's already, he's already did over hundred thousand dollars. And trend like he has but what he did is that he did some wholesales but he also took what we taught him and got his contractor license so he does construction now also and he's on his first flip and he's projected he's projected to make net eighty thousand on his first wow
1: flip. wow Brother, 27 incredible. 27 yeah that's 20, awesome and, listen,
0: and guess what he What's never that? even quit his day job smart smart Listen, do
1: you know I would have blew that money so fast? If I uh, <laughs> so, 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 brother, so, so we know that it's like the flipping comes and you got the cash flow, bro. So, what else are you being pulled in so many different directions? What else have you had? What else do you have ongoing now that's now making the people more knowledgeable? You're doing one on ones, mentorship. What else do you have?
0: No, only the only thing that we're doing is that mentorship with the castle growth, that, castle that mentorship, okay. you know, I don't want to confuse the audience. I don't want to do too much. We want Correct. to focus on that one thing for all of our attention. because Justin and I we both put like a lot of hours, a lot of effort, and there's no need like this is the thing that we know that works. We just want to focus on that as far as the education space. Mm-hmm. right of course mm-hmm. i have other investments but right. as far as education space and you know they're they're just that plus i'm i'm still sort of a student right i'm i'm learning new construction right now exactly okay my first
1: new construction projects mm-hmm. so well brother here's the maybe actually something here we ask uh uh, uh a guess every guest that we have we say that if you had to go back you've been in the game 15 years now and you had to tell yourself uh, uh do this don't do that what would that look like
0: if we're talking only real estate I would have said or life experience like like, life experience Uh I would listen I would have said to myself 15 years ago I would have said buy Apple stock buy Amazon stock Mm. (laughs) um buy every piece of real estate that you see in the city of Philadelphia and I, know, I mean, there are other there are other places that had better performance in Philadelphia, but the houses here were only five or six thousand dollars. I bought a house of seventy five hundred dollars, you wow. know. And those those days are oh, they go they they, out of here, they, they out of it, right? Yeah. So that's what I, I would have told myself. I would have I would have way more money had I not gone to college and just been buying houses. And what I want people to know is, even though the price of houses is way much higher than it was 15 years ago, you can still get rich in this space, start today, you'll still get rich. That's right. right? That's right. And, and so when I broke this down, right, public housing, I got tired of seeing these kids kill each other and try to come up with, a, I came up with a formula, right? I came up with a formula because everybody think that to be, you have to be Rick Ross to be rich, right? Mm. You know, not to have a quality of life. You know, and the formula that I came up with, I thought it from about from a perspective of somebody that's twenty years old Mm. that makes about thirty thousand a year, right? Mm. That's like a UPS overnight or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And as the formula goes, if you just buy one multifamily a year and make at least five hundred bucks per building. That's a hundred thousand a year. So by the time you're 43, so by the okay. time you're 20, by the time you're 40, you're making about a hundred grand. And then what you do when the earlier buildings take that 500 bucks, take, take one of those buildings, take say $500 and invest $500 into the stock market. something that follows the S and P don't be a stock picker. The S and P has been paying back about 8% on average since 1967. Wow. After a period of 20 years, you have around four hundred or so thousand dollars. So by the time you're forty years old, you've got a hundred grand passive, and you got four hundred thousand dollars in this retirement account that's sitting right there, liquid as yours. You can touch it. Mm. But I didn't mention anything about what to do with them other thousands of dollars, other 9,000 or so dollars that you get in from mm. rental properties. I didn't say anything about your 401k or your other paycheck. So mm. from just from doing those things, you got $100,000 a year and 400000 But imagine, imagine if you took $1,000 a month and put it over here in S&P. Now you got $800,000. You still got $100,000 and you're 43, right? Mm. So my goal is to... Is to help people to. and I didn't know this till late, yeah, right? Correct. So exactly. I want to help people to have these realizations earlier, because what we do know is that the uh, 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 a black man in America's life expectancy is about sixty seven. Mm-hmm. We are not going to retire at sixty five and only got two years to chill.
1: Correct. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Right. And and we also know is the more money you make, the longer you live. That's right. You get a better part of your life. You're not as hard. You're eating better food. You're stressing way less.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, we're not, what we're going to do is we're going to get this passive income. We're going to get, we're going to work on this compound interest and we're going to retire early. No, we're not doing 65 years old, bro. We, we're not, mm-hmm. that's, that's not what we're doing around here. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead. And if you start at 20 years old, and mind I say make 30,000 a year. Uh-huh. No, I say you got to make 140, 190, you make $30,000 a year. Correct. By the time you're 40, you're getting $100,000 and you got probably $400,000 and you still hopefully you might have your job still and that 401k. Mm-hmm. Life get real easy with compound interest and we mm-hmm. just have to execute even on that and be disciplined. You know, I know I know you might want to go to the club. I get mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? But do that later. Let's just go ahead and go to the club after you, made your, after you match your 401k. Exactly. right after you maxed out your contributions to your investment account then go to the club not before
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know so that's really what I, that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying, I'm trying to teach compound and just want anything else
1: I like that brother brother let me tell you some you you really enlighten us with so many great jewels here brother we asked the guests for two golden nuggets like I said you gave us a lot whether it be a book scripture quote anything that gives you inspiration to keep you going every day give me two golden nuggets what are they First thing, stop telling yourself no. Mm-hmm.
0: We all we all do it. Mm-hmm. We all go ahead, go out there and try it. That's the first one. Secondly, I will give you a book. I'm gonna give you the book that actually changed my life and made me more aggressive. Uh I read this at NC Central, I was trying to get up out of there. Okay. And it's the and everybody's heard of it, I'm sure. If you heard of it, haven't read it, shame on you. But is is why should white guys have all the fun by Reginald Lewis? Uh, the first black billionaire mm-hmm. uh, He was a, a Graduate of Virginia State University, HBCU mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. then with the Harvard Law, and uh, Incredible individual And that book really opened my Eyes and the capabilities of people That come from uh, impoverished Backgrounds and people that have Less than, so those are two things
1: Wow, let me tell you all something brother. This brother is really enlightened us With some good stuff and like I said, it was a great conversation. Brother's busy now. We're gonna let him go out there and make some more money and educate us. Uh Malik Carter, coach, thank you, brother, yeah. for being on the Heavy Group Real Estate show. And we want to tell people we want to support this brother with the cash flow bros. Go out there and support that, become knowledgeable, right? A lot of times we get into the business without having the proper knowledge and wonder why we're making all these mistakes. Let's shorten that learning curve by supporting this brother and getting what he has to make things a little bit more easier. With that Thanks for having me. Of course, brother. But that being said, we'll see you all next time at the Real Estate Show. Hey, gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And well, while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.